Eating Your Way to a Better Back, Part 2. Hey everybody, this is Mike Erlob with another episode of Power Your Life. And it is so awesome to be back here with you guys again, talking about my favorite subject, uh, not back pain, it's food. Um, I'm you're talking about food. So, um, make sure I've got my uh, microphone fixed last time that, uh, <laughs> that it wasn't uh, connected very well. So, um, last time I gave you a good overview on you know how you can eat in order to really reduce your inflammation levels and just really ramp and speed up your your healing capability so you know before we go into this further um, let's just review that really really quick okay um, so you have to understand that you what you put in your mouth the food that you eat what you fuel your machine the body machine will have a direct impact on your ability to heal it'll have your direct impact on so many aspects of your life so in order to speed up recovery and heal faster and it doesn't it, this applies to those with back pain but this applies to those with any kind of inflammatory condition any kind of uh, uh, you know neck or shoulder issue I mean this will apply I've I use this personally um, when I had tendonitis in my elbow and it I'm telling you it cleared that up um, and I did it by just changing a few things in terms of what I was putting in my body so let's get right to that review so the first thing is drink only water tea or coffee with no to minimal sugar okay stay away from those drinks high in sugar they're the worst uh, stay away from the lattes Starbucks and scooters you guys you got to do that a funny little story here um, this uh, this last uh, Tuesday I was uh, at actually at Starbucks with a friend of mine uh, grabbing a cup of coffee and I don't go to Starbucks very often um, I do like their coffee but uh, you know I, I don't like all that other stuff but uh, anyway I went up and I hadn't been there in a long time and so I kind of forgot like the sizes you know the sizes of the coffee so I had to ask the lady to you know review that say hey what are your sizes and she shows them to me and I think it was the uh, the venti the venti cup the larger one um, you know I said hey I'll take that and I just wanted uh, black coffee and she kind of looked at me she got um, you don't want anything in it no just black coffee okay um, and she it just totally confused her I mean it just she she couldn't she said do you want ice in it no no just straight black um, you know hot's fine and she had to look to her manager and said well what do I give him <laughs> you know I think they're you know they're so used to everybody getting the the mochas and the lattes and all of that whipped cream and all that stuff but you guys you add that to it uh, it is just one of the worst things you can do so go to Starbucks but just get your coffee straight black okay don't add anything in it um, avoid high concentrated sugar foods like candy cookies cake and processed food okay that was number two um, dark chocolate is okay you can feed that sweet tooth a little bit but really avoid those high concentrated sugar foods number three avoid dairy products okay uh, milk yogurt sour cream stay away from those things those increase your inflammatory levels all right cheese is okay you don't have to swear all dairy off you can have cheese it's fermented um, so it's not as bad as far as uh, affecting your blood pH um, the last thing is only 20% of your plate should be meat okay 80% should be veggies all right I call it the 80 20 rule 
80% veggies, 20% meat. If you have your plate in front of you, it doesn't matter whether it's lunch or dinner, when you're looking at that, 80% of that volume should be vegetable source and only 20% should be a meat source, okay? So now that we have these basics down, let's talk about specific foods, okay? Let's really get down into it. And that's what I wanna to do today with you is I wanna talk to you how, how they can help or hurt you in your healing process. Now, you know, foods, they have a significant, the one that, the one that has the most significant impact um, on inflammatory process um, one of them is fats, okay? Um, in fact, the, the prevalent uh, omega-6 fatty acid, uh, which is found in the American diet, they tend to promote inflammation. While the omega-3 fatty acids, they help suppress the inflammatory process. So we're dealing with, with two kinds of fats here, okay? The, the omega-6 fatty acids and the omega-3 fatty acids. We're gonna talk about the omega-9 fatty acids here in a minute, but uh, the omega-6 fatty acids, they're the ones that really you guys really want to stay away from. Now, the, they're still important, okay? Omega-6 is still important, but it's the ratio um, that we have in our Western diet which is so bad. The ratio of omega-6 to omega-3 in the Western diet has been shown to be as high as 16 to 2. And that has really prompted some experts to conclude that our traditional Western diet is really a pro-inflammatory diet. And it, that, that, there's no wonder that you know, most of us today in this country are in some kind of pain, uh, especially when it comes to back. So as I mentioned, those omega-6 fatty acids, they are beneficial, they're, bene they're beneficial for us. Um, and they're necessary for diet, but we just consume far too many of them, okay? So you gotta work on getting that, that ratio um, a little bit in, in better, a better position. Um, and we don't eat enough omega-3s which promote health. So our omega-6s, we should bring those down. Our omega-3s, we need to bring those up. So remember when I talked about um, our intake of dairy, and meat, okay? And when I'm talking meat, we're talking in particular beef, pork, and chicken. So that intake of dairy, beef, pork, and chicken, we wanna reduce that, um, especially if you're trying to heal or if you wanna reduce your inflammation level. Now, here's why, okay? The fatty acids, uh, omega-6, they're present in higher levels in beef, pork, chicken, all the dairy milk products, um, some of the seed oils, egg yolks, um, and, and food packets and processed foods, okay? And these are all staples of really of our standard American diet. But those, remember I said those omega-6s increase inflammation and the omega-3s suppress inflammation. So, you know, you're gonna, you've gotta stay away from those that we just listed, all right? You wanna stay away from those things that have the high omega-6s. And so you might start wondering though, okay, that's great, so if I'm gonna stay away from, from dairy and uh, beef, chicken, and pork, um, what, what can I eat? You know, what has a high level of omega-3s? And that's a great question, I'm really glad you asked that. Uh, cold water fish, okay? Your salmon, your halibut, your mackerel, your tuna, they all are very high in omega-3s. Canola, canola oil, ground flax seeds, walnuts, okay? Walnuts considered a superfood. Um, a little side story about walnuts. Um, my grandfather, um, he, he lived to be 96 years of age. He, uh, he didn't start his family to, he was a little bit older, but uh, he was born in 1896. 
and he died in 1992. Um, and he was 96, and he was an avid golfer. Uh, but one of the things that, that he swore by was walnuts. And he would make these cookies, granted they were cookies, but he would throw so many walnuts into those things. He had a big walnut tree in his backyard. And, uh, you know, now whether that, you know, gave, you know helped him with his longevity, um, it certainly didn't hurt him. But, uh, you know, he really felt walnuts were very important. And there's been a lot of research behind that, too, that shows that walnuts are a superfood. They're very healthy for your heart. They have a high level of omega-3s. They suppress inflammation. Um, they're in abundance. Um, you know, it's definitely, you know, something to think about. You should definitely intermix that with your food. But all of those things, the cold water fish, canola oil, ground flax seeds, walnuts, they're all great sources of those omega-3 fatty acids, and that helps reduce your pain. So now there's one more fatty acid that we need to talk about, and that's omega-9. So these fatty acids are also active in preventing the cycle of inflammation. And, and it, by preventing that cycle of inflammation, you know, that'll help provide relief to people. And these are things such as olive oil, pecans, almonds, avocados, peanuts, cashews, sesame, seed, or sesame oil, pistachio nuts, and macadamia nuts. You see, all of these are great sources of omega-9s. But... Okay, I want you to be careful with them because they're very loaded with calories, okay? So there's nothing wrong with having a few, you know, a few almonds, some avocados, throwing in some cashews or pistachios or macadamia nuts. Just do that in moderation, you know, don't eat a, a you know, an entire can full. I mean, they're loaded with calories. There's no question that'll add to your weight, waistline. So now we've talked about the fatty acids and we've learned about, you know, the omega-3s and 6s and 9s. And remember I said the omega-3s are what we need to stay away from or at least lower our omega-6s. Omega-3s we need to increase, okay? And then you can sprinkle in some of those omega-9s. Now, let's talk about fruits and greens, okay? Um, so I've always wondered this, you know, how long it was going to take for, for our society to really know that these things are good for us, okay? Uh, you know, your mom used to tell you, eat all your vegetables. If you want to grow up big and strong, eat your vegetables. And there's so much truth to that. You know, we, can, we should all listen to our mothers because mom was always right, um, just the way it is. Now, antioxidants, they're present in fruit and vegetables. Now, what these antioxidants do is they help reduce the damage that's caused by free radicals in the body, which inhibits the development of an inflammatory response, okay? So it helps uh, reduce that damage that these free radicals cause. So what's the recommendations? You know, people will ask me, how many, you know, how much should I eat? How many fruits, how many vegetables? Now, keep in mind with fruits, I mean, that is a form of sugar, okay? So you want to be a little careful with that. It's very important. The fiber content of that apple will offset some of that sugar intake. But, you know, you still got to be careful with it. So what you're looking at is you're looking at shooting for between five to eight servings of fruit and vegetables a day, okay? And I would steer more towards the vegetable side than, than I would the fruit side, definitely. Um, and you know, might think that that's a lot, but really it's not as hard as it seems, especially if you mix in a lot of salads um, and a lot of green leafy vegetables. Um, a serving size of fruit is the equivalent of basically about the size of a tangerine or half of a banana, okay? So it's not very big. And the serving size of a vegetable is considered one cup, whether that's raw or cooked, all right? So really with those vegetables, you really should be striving for, you know, maybe 
maybe uh, you know six six servings or so of vegetables and maybe just a couple servings of fruits. So um, really make that shift. It will make a huge huge impact. Now here's some dietary changes. I want to put this together for you. Okay, I want to put this together in kind of some actions that you can take right now that will really help uh, impact your your ability to heal um, from the inside out. Okay, so this if you do these things, um, this will certainly reduce the inflammation, and you can just start this tomorrow. Really, it's very easy. Um, first one is you know replace the. Uh, the chicken, pork, or ground beef, okay? Replace that with salmon, mackerel, or halibut, all right? Just replace those. Uh, maybe do that twice a week, okay? Instead of eating twice a week, instead of eating the chicken, pork, or ground beef, switch it out and eat one of those cold water fish, okay? Um, use canola or olive oil for salad dressings and cooking instead of the other vegetable oils. You know, stay away from those, those processed oils. Um, fill your salads with some walnuts, almonds, or pecans. And then when you go to snack, you know, snack on a slice of fruit or vegetable, celery. Celery is fantastic for you. Um, or mix in a few, a little handful of cashews or macadamia nuts, okay? Um, some other changes are use sliced avocado when a sandwich instead of cheese. So you could stay away from it. Even though the cheese is okay, that avocado is going to be better. Um, use the omega-3 fortified eggs, all right? If you're using eggs as a protein source, um, use those are, that are fortified with omega-3s. And you can find these in all the local grocery stores. Um, you can certainly look, what you should look for is the phrase that says fed with DHA or EHA, all right? Those are gonna definitely be more uh, fortified with those omega-3s. The last thing you can do, just add a salad to your dinner every night, okay? Filling up with vegetables during the meals you know, that'll also help you with the weight management. But if you just add those green leafy vegetables to your meals and start with a salad at every dinner and then maybe expand that into uh, lunchtime too. So reducing your body's inflammation levels, it typically means that you are going to have to change your diet, okay? And this is really one of the best ways to, to alleviate the issue, if not cure the problem. I mean, we're definitely, definitely you have to address, you know, some of the physical aspects that's causing your back pain. But if you are not addressing your internal body with the food that you put in it and you're continuing to put in high sugar, processed, high carbohydrate intake, your body's going to have a very, very hard time healing. So that's the beauty of this is it's really that simple. Um, so I want to go over and, and reiterate a list of foods to avoid and a list of foods that you should eat, okay? So foods to avoid, we've given you a lot of information, but here's what you avoid. Avoid refined sugars and refined carbohydrates, okay? Avoid consuming sugar. Avoid that as much as you can. Reduce your intake, you know, start slow because there is definitely, definitely a sugar addiction. I mean, your body, when you start to cut out sugar, uh, your body's going to revolt. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, you are going to feel terrible um, as you're detoxifying off of that sugar. But trust me, if you can push through that, it is so worth it, okay? Um, because the health benefits of reducing that is huge. Switch to natural sugar alternatives uh, like stevia, honey, natural maple syrup. You know, those things can help keep you off of that refined sugar. The second thing is artificial sweeteners, all right? You guys, avoid these at all costs. They don't help you, and they indirectly lead to insulin insensitivity and obesity problems. There's a lot of research behind that. Trans fats. 
okay? These are found in junk food, buns, donuts, okay? These are the things that are not good for you. I know they taste great, but I'm telling you, you know, these things, these things are gonna raise your bad cholesterol levels, they're gonna raise your inflammatory levels that you are not gonna heal properly when you're taking in these things. You gotta cut them out. Cut, cut out that dairy products, okay? So you may be lactose intolerant and not even realize it. You know, avoid milk and dairy products when you're having some kind of, you know, inflammation issue going on, when you're having pain or uh, back pain, shoulder, neck, any of those things, stay away from that. Hydrogenated cooking oils, stay away from it. These are the commercially sold oils and you see these lining the grocery, you know, supermarket shelves. You know, they look clean and golden and healthy, but they're very high and they're very they're very highly inflammatory. And you know, it's going to throw out throw off your body's ratio of the, you know, omega-6 to omega-3 fatty acids. It's going to throw that out of whack. So avoid those cooking oils. The other thing to avoid is processed meats, okay? Sausages, beef jerky, spam. I know, guys, these things taste great, but that turkey jerky is not good for you. That bacon jerky is not good for you. Stay away from those processed meats, okay? And other canned meats, just best to avoid them, all right? Even the consumption of fresh red meat should be reduced until you bring down your inflammation, all right? Um, most of the meats today, they have other chemicals and hormones that will affect your inflammatory levels. Now here's the good news. Here are the foods that you should focus on eating, all right? If you truly want to reduce the inflammation levels, if you truly want to get your back to feel better, first thing is oily fish, all right? Fish like salmon, tuna, sardines even. I know they make your breast stink, but sardines, I mean, these are excellent sources of omega-3 fatty acids, okay? You know, now if you don't like the, the way you know fish taste, you can always purchase kind of those fish oil supplements, okay? That helps too. Um, water, guys, we just talked about it. You know, drink only water, tea, or coffee. Water, drink lots of water to stay hydrated, all right? These will flush the toxins out of your body. And most people today really are, are in a constant state of dehydration and they don't even realize it. You should be aiming for, depending on your activity level, depending on the weather, um, between 64 to 100 ounces of water a day. All right, you should really be shooting for that. And I stress if you're up moving around and you're active, it should be over 100. You should really be striving for that. Um, you don't eat your tomatoes, your fruits, your leafy greens, okay? These are uh, fruits and vegetables, excellent sources, okay? Um, they're excellent sources at everything you need in order to make your body more alkaline. Um, tomatoes are also very effective at treating inflammation. It's more alkaline in nature. Some of the other alkaline foods, um, lemon. Lemon is huge, okay? Uh, grapefruit, avocados, those things are good for you. Now, while lemons seem, you might think they're acidic in nature, once you consume them, they become alkaline in your body, and they're truly amazing and very, very beneficial at alkalizing your body. Fibrous vegetables, things like broccoli, cauliflower, asparagus, Brussels sprouts, cabbage. Guys, these are great sources of fiber. Um, and there are many other vegetables that are rich in fiber too. These are just some examples that I came up with. What matters is that you consume fibrous vegetables because they fight inflammation. So try making these changes, okay? Make these changes to your diet and you're going to find that over time your back pain will start to get better. Um, there's no question. I mean, it'll help lower that, help you heal from the inside. 
Um, by the way, if you would like more tips on fixing your back, you know, I do have a new ebook out. It's the five best kept secrets for fast back pain relief. And you can get your copy just by simply emailing me at mike at flex-pt.com or you can shoot me a message on Facebook Messenger um, and we'll get you a copy of that uh, free, uh, free ebook. So like always, I love quotes and I want to leave you guys with this uh, thought-provoking quote from Joyce Meyer. And she said that it is sad today that many times people give up in the hard times and never get to enjoy the fruit of all their labor. Um, I'll let you guys think about that one for a while. Uh, until next time, power your life and keep moving forward.